Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Two Men No Hope. And well, 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 look who decided to join us mere mortals from his lovely sun holiday to his <laughs> long hours at work. He's only come back and he's moaning like a little bitch. Like you've never been away for a whole week, Jamie. We've been living it. We've been in the trenches and uh, it's been a normal day for us. But we enjoyed seeing all your content on uh, Instagram, man. So we appreciate that. Yeah, it was... Re- it was really strange um, posting personal stuff on the on the on the platform, but I thought I'd give it a go because I see you've done it a few times. So I thought I'll try. Well, we had a few emails that said that they they enjoyed seeing it and stuff. I think it's good to. Sh- I mean, the yes, the socials are to obviously promote this. But we are human beings, Jamie. It's it's fine to. Uh, I don't even use my personal ones anymore. I just put everything on the the podcast yeah. one. I'm like, <laughs> fuck it. What, what's the point? I can't handle two. I just deal with the one. But um, did you have a good time, man? Yeah, it was really good. Really relaxing. Like had a nice boat trip on one of the days. Did a lot of trying cocktails and figuring out what ones I liked and. Had one quite drunken night on like the second night, and then but the rest of the time I was pretty well behaved. You know, I was actually well behaved. <laughs> I um on the plane on the way there, I had a Liverpudlian family of what I could only describe as. First of all, for anyone that listens to this show and is from Liverpool, I apologise. But anyone that's listened to the show before knows I hate the Liverpudlian accent with a fucking passion because it sounds like someone's <laughs> gasping for air. It's like I just want to like that. Just that's what it fucking sounds like, yeah. And I got this whole family sitting behind me, and um, I've got the grandparents sitting behind me, the nans behind me, and the granddads in the middle, and then they've got like their grandchild. So they were saying all this really like dumb shit, yeah. And I was thinking, oh, they're like explaining to the kid like what's going on out the windows. Like they were looking at the Alps because we went over the top of Germany and stuff. Oh yeah. And they was like, oh look, it that looks like a uh, that looks like there's no snow on top of that one. Oh, there's there's snow on top of that mountain. Oh, maybe that's just rock. And they were like saying shit like that. And then when I looked, turned around and looked, they're talking to each other, Dan. They're not talking to the kid. And I was like, has this woman been on a fucking plane before? And then she was like, sitting there, and she just goes, oh, I can see when the ocean joins the the ground. It's really interesting to see. It's really, I was thinking, I couldn't turn my headphones up loud enough to drown her out. She was actually getting through my, uh, what are they called? Sound proofing headphones she was actually reaching through it with her voice this woman i was like fuck me man four hours of her sitting behind me she commented on every single thing that happened outside we passed some wind turbines she's like i really love wind turbines they're really good for the environment i was like fuck off i don't feel like we're getting the full force because you're doing it in an english a very calm 
English, which sounds quite soothing when it's yeah. actually. I I can't imagine trying to do it in the in the fucking uh, Scouse accent. No, I'm not very good at Scouse either. I really love windmills. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then to top it all off, as we were landing, this happened to me before coming up to you, Dan. Where he just decides the pilot just decides to take right off again as soon as you come in for landing. And I was like, right, something's happened. And the they would go over the intercom and they're like, don't worry, this is a normal procedure. Rah, 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 rah. This happens sometimes if we're coming in too hot. And I was thinking, right. I mean, he's fucked it up and he has to do it again. Yeah, he has to come around again. And that happened to me once when I was coming up to see you. And I was like, I said to Charlotte, oh, don't worry, it's happened before when I've been on the plane. It does happen. It is scary because obviously you go shooting straight back up. And um, we come back round, and as we're coming back round, the actual pilot comes on and says, oh, sorry, guys, our reverse thrusters on the plane are not functioning at the minute, so it might be a bit of a bumpy landing. And I was like, Jesus Christ, I'm going to die. <laughs> and the podcast is over. <laughs> the podcast is over. And um, working with planes and stuff, I know so much stuff that could go wrong so then I'm just like my head is like spinning out and I'm just thinking oh my god this is going wrong this is happening and we're going down and I'm just like my hands on the seat in front of me like that I'm just thinking if I die I die if I die I die I wouldn't do that man because that's the whole thing when they say about if you're in a car crash don't put your hands up because your elbows would shoot out the back of your fucking I'd rather that than lose my lose my face the only solace I had is I knew being at the back of the plane is the safest place to be in a, in a crash. If it, from the front, yeah. Yeah. But they say you put your head between your legs and kiss your ass goodbye, don't they? Yeah, because that's they're literally the only reason, for people that don't know, the only reason they tell you to put your le- head between your legs is so they can get your dental records when you're dead. Oh, is that why? Yeah. Well, because it gets stored in Uranus. Because it almost protects... Your legs will protect your jaw from fucking disappearing into the atmosphere. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't put that in the last episode for the plane question. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But after that, it was very relaxing holiday. I started to realise I'm a bit of a miserable bastard when it comes to... like People were trying really to make conversation with me and I'm just... I just wanted just to chill out with me and Charlotte. I wasn't that interested in being friends with like half of the world. Oh, I hate where that. people want to like almost ha- have their holiday with you. Do you know what I mean? Mum's like that. She come back. Where did she go the last holiday? And she was like, "Oh, we talked to this lovely couple. They live in Newcastle." And I'm like, "Right." Mm. Oh, we said we keep in touch, and every now and again, she's like, "Oh, I spoke to this person." I'm like, "Who the fuck's that?" Oh, you know those people that we met? And I'm like, no. I don't know them. I just find it super strange. And that, like, for me as well, like, I'll have a chat with someone at the bar. Or like make the odd conversation when we're sitting at, at like the beach or whatever, chilling on the beach. But any more than that, you ain't coming to dinner with me. <laughs> I'm not going to wake up at 8 in the morning and go on an excursion with you. Do you know what I mean? It's not going to happen. 
Nah, fuck that. It's not going to fucking happen. I never understand people like that. Like, I was in Lidl yesterday. Or was it last week? Anyway, anyway I was in Lidl. And I bought a, um apple turnover from mm. the bakery bit. And I went down to the tills. And I'm just, I'm just trying to get in and out, right? I don't like the fucking... I just want to get in and out. I've been at work all day. I've had enough. And the guy behind me clearly goes in there every fucking day because he like knows all the staff. He's really fucking chatting. He's behind me yappering. And I'm just like, shut the fuck up, shut the fuck up, shut up, shut up, shut up. And I'm checking it out and he sees that I've got Apple turnover. And he goes to me, oh, make sure to, to close the top of that. Otherwise, it'll be hard as a rock when you get home. And he's got a big grin on his face. And I swear to God, I killed his soul with the look I gave him. <laughs> I just looked at him and I'm like, why are you fucking talking to me? And you just see his eyes go black. <laughs> and I'm just like, thanks. And then I look at the woman. I'm like, thanks. Have a nice day. And just walk out. I'm like, you fucking prick. Don't fucking speak to me. Yeah. I I can't stand people like that. I, like, I get really put off when, um, like, on the holiday, I've got really put off when I hear overhear people and they're talking to the barman or whatever. And they're like, hey, Christos. Hey, uh, can I have this, this and that? And they're like, calling him by his name. I'm like, bray. You're getting too friendly with a fucking barman. Like, he don't want to know. He just wants to do your order and move on to the next person. If the queue's building up, you know what that pressure's like when you're in retail and that. When that queue's building up, you don't want to be fucking having a conversation with fucking Hilda from down the lane. No. I always act like every customer's a loss. You get fucking quick, you're gone. Yeah. I ain't hanging about. Get the fuck out of my way. I did this thing on the way back as well because what I discovered is I'm perfectly fine when I'm in the holiday but when I'm travelling there and back I'm fucking like I want to stab I want to stab everyone yeah (laughs) (laughs) and there was this fella and I was like I clearly found like the new flying club because this fella is dressed up in a three piece suit yeah to go on the plane I could hear him talking to his dad yeah yeah, and I was thinking he's got to be, he's got to have something wrong with him. He's got to have something wrong with him, like mentally, to be thinking that that's a good thing to do on a four-hour flight is sit in a free three-hour, uh, sit in a three-piece suit. So I was behind him in security, and he had a pocket watch on. He had all this shit on him that needs to be put in the trays, and he's got all the way up to the tray bit, and I'm just so happy to be behind him. And he's nearly having to take the entire fucking outfit off. Like, the entire outfit. And I'm like, mate, put it in the basket. Then he's going through, his glasses are going off, so he puts his glasses in. Then he's going through again, he's got a ring on his pinky. I was like, this guy thinks he's fucking Snoop Dogg trying to get through security. He just needs to fucking (laughs) sort it out. (laughs) I'm like, I've got nothing, mate. Let me go in front of him. Sick of this shit. Yeah, because I literally had... I have my phone and my headphones, put them in my hat, put my hat in the thing, and then I walk through, done. Don't need nothing else. Fucking people. I, um... Me and Sabina went to a, uh... Oh, by the way, you can tell by my mood that Sabina's back. I'm back to not... I haven't... I've showered. My house <laughs> is still a bit of a mess, but... <laughs> I'm, I'm a bit more on top form. Yeah, we went for a games night around her mate's. Okay. And um, they'd been given this board game. Not it wasn't really a board game. It was like a, a murder mystery thing. Yeah, that's pretty good actually. It was really good. Like you had a computer that had like prompts on it and stuff, and you had to like go through rooms and you had to try and figure out who the killer was. 
And um, the only problem with those things is like they're a one-time deal, right? Because now I know who the murderer is. I can never play it again. Oh, really? So there's not like different scenarios. There's only just the no, one scenario. Just, just the one. Oh man. So, um, but like it, it was really annoying because we were having a good time and we were like making each other jump and stuff like that. And then I'd got the killer. And then it got us to put these blindfolds on and stand in different corners of the room. And it made an animal noise which signaled to the killer to take his blindfold off. So I took my blindfold off and then it just started fucking throwing instructions at me. (laughs) And there's a bit inside the box where you lift up and there's a mask underneath it and a card that says I'm the killer or you've got it right or wrong. Yeah. So it's like... So it goes, open up the box um, and you'll find something inside. And then it starts talking to them. So I've just blocked it out now. I'm like, right, you want me to open the box and take out whatever's inside? I'm like, cool. Can they not hear you? Yeah, it's like saying it out. And they they sort of can hear people rustling, but they don't know who it is. Oh, right. Yeah. So I'm like, right, I've got to open this box. Okay, that's it, fine. I blocked out the rest of the instructions now. I can hear it talking, but I'm not taking it in because my ADHD is like that. So I open the box and I'm like, oh, there's a mask in here. Put the mask on. I look like a dickhead because I put it over my glasses. <laughs> and I'm looking at this card and one side says, um, you're dead because you guessed wrong. Or the other one says, um, you guessed the killer right. You've got to leave the room. Right, okay. So I'm like, okay, so now I've got to go around. Everyone's written their thing on a piece of paper and they're holding it up in front of them. And I'm going around and I'm like, no, no one's got it right. So I'm like, well, what the fuck do I do now then? So I'm like tapping them on the shoulder. I'm like, oh, you've got to lift your blindfold and read the card. So they do that and they're like, it, and then it ends. And then we press the button on the next bit. And it goes, oh, remember to make them, to scare them when they lift their blindfold up. <laughs> I'm like, what? I'm like, where the fuck did that come from? Like, we, we finished now. I didn't know I was supposed to do that. You didn't tell me anything like that. So at the end of the game, it was really like undramatic because I was like, I don't know what I was supposed to be fucking doing. I was just standing there with a dickhead with a mask on, wasn't I? Like, you know what I mean? So for fuck's sake. But no, it was really good. But um, yeah, they're really annoying. They're, they're not very expensive. I think it was like £15. Okay. But it's like a one-time deal. So what do you do with it now? You just got to pass it on to someone else, or yeah, I suppose you like try and flog it or pass it to someone that you know. It might be a yeah, good stocking like filler or something. I don't know. It's weird, but no, it's well worth it if you ever see like a cheap. I don't know. I'm I'm not too good with the escape rooms, but the good murder mystery thing that was pretty. That was pretty good. I enjoyed that. Um, I saw the the creator. The, cre- the creator. Oh yeah, is it good? I really enjoyed it. It's got a good balance of like action and story and stuff because it's a bit like Terminator, right? Where like AIs, they people don't like AI anymore, and yeah, they're fighting against each other. But um, it's definitely worth a watch. It's a bit like Tenant, right? Where it's like you've watched it once, it was all right. I, I don't know whether I'd sit down for that amount of time again to watch it, but it was definitely fucking. Worth a watch. Pretty impressive film. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I and was I looking at Sora the well. trailer the other day. It looked really good. Yeah, the actors and everything. And the and like, I saw it in IMAX. So the mm. sounds and stuff were pretty fucking cool. It's definitely, definitely worth a watch. Like, you wouldn't be disappointed. Unless, obviously, you hate AI and stuff. But it's so scary, right? Because people are making these films. And we're not that far off. 
chakra and stuff like that. And you think, oh, definitely not. You've, you've got so many films that tell you AI is a bad fucking thing to a certain extent. Like AI, if you're going to create intelligence like we have, then you know you, you can't just use them as fucking tools to do the things you don't want to do because they're going to be like, why the fuck have I got to do it? Yeah, exactly. It, like, how many things that there's millions of shows about it, millions of films about yeah. it. But then they're still like, ah, right. We're still going to do we'll it, do Dan. It. We're still going to yeah. do it. Just be prepared right. to fight the fucking robots, Dan. But I I like this this film because there's a good twist in it, a very subtle twist. Like, the trailer portrays it one way. Mm. And then you sort of... So it's, it's a nice way of, like... Um, and it shows like the, like the way humans are with things that they don't like. Mm. With the whole, you know, that like humans are trying to hunt all the robots down and stuff like that. And it's like, well, is it necessary to do that? Like, if the robots are somewhere else and they're not bothered by you, you're they're only defending themselves. Like, why would you just fucking leave them alone? Yeah, it was almost got like that in uh, Planet of the Apes, didn't it? Where the humans yeah. were still pursuing them, even though they didn't need to. No, they're living and it's separate and no one gives a fuck. Why even fucking bother? Mm. But it's all about power and control, right? That's what the whole thing. They want to be top of the food chain. Yeah, they want to be. They don't want to be outdone, basically. No, yeah, but fucking mental. Um, so we had a couple of emails that I thought we would just throw in because they weren't like, oh, um, but that people just wanted to talk about. So we had a response from the cheese story, the cheese factory story. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so one of the listeners says, regarding the fellow who had a hand job in the cheese factory, <laughs> it was not gay. It was at most a by curious experience. The better point is we can all enjoy stimulation to our nethers as long as it is a proper stimulation. For example, I know the worst blowjob I ever had was from a bisexual man who tried hard but his technique was completely not what I prefer <laughs> had I been more confident I'd have explained that he was doing it wrong mostly because I do feel anyone who is performing wants to do a proper job but I'm not gay and have decided worth with my wife after a few other bad experiences monogamous and happy about it there are all types of couples and you have to know who you are as a person and be comfortable with that first I think we we said a similar sort of thing, right? It's like, I don't think it was gay. No, I think that's it pretty happened. sound advice from my listener as well. Yeah, yeah. but I, I said, so I replied to him and I said, it's nice that listeners, like we're passing it back and forth. And mm. hopefully when we get a further down the line, we've got like a Patreon and stuff like that. We'll do like a Discord so all the listeners can talk to each other. But it's mm. like a supportive thing, right? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. So, it it nice. shows us a bit of a community with our listeners. Yeah, backing each other up. But yeah, no, I, I, it was a fucking brilliant story. And I'm sorry <laughs> that it happened to you because it was probably a shock, but I don't think you're gay. I don't think that makes you gay. <laughs> <laughs> it still was amazing. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then this listener says, um, it was lovely to hear from Jim without being in the D&D episode. He's a good guest honestly he's a funny guy a lot of people have said it's nice to hear him without the D&D the D&D will be coming back <laughs> that sounds disappointing to some but yeah, they've got to deal with both we'll just have to get yeah, Jim yeah. back more often <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, 
so glad to see you had some good positive feedback and hopefully people stick with you guys as I have. The show is coming leaps and bounds. But sadly, I'm going to have to bring the tone down. The talk on how to wipe has caused a stir in my workplace. <laughs> I think you may have talked about it in a conspiracy episode. Uh, it wasn't. I think it was at the beginning of just a normal... I'd been to the cinema and I was trying to take a shit and two lads were talking about it in the, the still behind. Uh, um, yeah. What was the stance you guys took on it and how did you come about... I cannot find the conversation trying to listen back. I remember Jamie discovered his mother never taught him how. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was at the cinema and I went to the toilet and two lads were talking about it and I, and I brought it up in the car on the way home and I was like, how do they... What's the conversation there? You, everyone wipes the same, no? <laughs> I was like, no. Mm. Apparently they don't. So how do you um, I'm wipe? still... See, I go down... And I would like to point out that I've never got shit on my balls for, because people always say that, oh, you're supposed to scoop, aren't you? Like, people say you're supposed to go up. Yeah. I I tried that and it, it's so uncomfortable. It feels like I'm, like I am, like I'm scooping up from, no, and it's pushing it up into my fucking coccyx. <laughs> nah, I can't, I can't do that. I'd rather, like, when you go down, you sort of go down and out, like, wipe it away, not scoop it up. <laughs> Fuck it. I know that, um, I think I brought up at the time, my my soon-to-be sister-in-law told my brother that he needs to, like, use a square, fold it, use a square, fold it, and then, like... oh do it that way and i was like there's no fucking way i like i almost create a mitt that's what i was said to the email yeah i was like i still want to talk about how jamie covers his hand in toilet paper (laughs) (laughs) almost if i may if i could do it if i could afford it and do an entire like arm uh, like fucking full length glove all the way to my elbow (laughs) so there's no chance of anything touching me I would be doing that, but yeah, <laughs> like up until this point, I do like a, a like a mitt, an oven mitt, or a fucking. You need, they mitt. need to make like toilet paper gloves, just so if you just want to get in there and scoop it out, Jamie. Yeah, mate. <laughs> maybe that's what I should be doing. Maybe I should set up an Etsy store and start doing my own <laughs> three ply gloves. Yeah. <laughs> so wait, when you've got your mitt on, do you go? Do you wipe up or down? I think up. I think up. I still don't get how people... It's such an uncomfortable motion to like... Because you have to... It's almost like an aiming thing when you do up as well. You've got to find where your anus is and then go up. Whereas when you go down, you just go from the top, which is clean, and go down. Wipe it away. I never thought about that side of it at all, really. I don't... I wouldn't be able to tell her. I know that, like, some people are fully fully standing, and I think that's fucking insane. Like, yeah, because no when you stand up, you're just squishing it yeah. between your cheeks. You're almost, yeah, it's just you're almost just making the situation worse. Yeah, you you hover, you get up enough that you're still bent over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to, otherwise you're going to yeah. be fucking all over the joint. And then some people are like, "Oh, you sit down." I'm like, "You can't sit down and wipe because how you get your hand in there? You got to lean over the side of the fucking bowl." That's because people don't have a big cock down. As soon as they realise <laughs> that you ain't getting past the big boy. 
That's what it is. <laughs> but um, no, uh, one thing because obviously my knee's bad, and I've got a bad fucking tendon in my knee. Oh yeah, from the, before your holiday, the hovering has become difficult. <laughs> so I've had to a, a, like attempt different maneuvers. So I had at one point I had my leg up like almost on the fucking bath, trying to fucking get under like a dog. Like I nearly had my <laughs> knee over my shoulder. <laughs> I hate doing a leg day and then going to the toilet. It's oh the mate, it's really hard. Yeah, it's fucking. The it's the worst one is though is when you've been sat on the toilet for like twenty minutes because of my brain is like that. Oh, and your legs and are dead. And you stand up and you have to stand dirty until your feeling comes back in your legs. You're sort of holding onto the door and your legs are like shaking and the pain of the, the pins and needles and you just got to wait it out and then you can finish it off. Yeah. Right. It's fucking terrible. Um, I hope that helped your workplace. I'm sure you say bringing it down and we just brought it down a little bit further. Mm. Um, yeah, after we did that little conversation... I don't, it's so annoying because we put stuff on TikTok and ours don't go viral. But then I saw hundreds of fucking other podcasts talking about wiping. That's what I mean. Like, it drives me mad. I'm starting to believe that we're bringing the conversations to the table and they're being taken by other people. And like, because the dish, <laughs> the dishwasher situation went viral a few month, a few weeks after we uh, talked about the sex toys in the dishwasher. Yeah. I know it's mental, and I'm pretty sure I saw a video of a guy that said that he caught it. He's like, "Oh, you always yeah, get poo on your hands," yeah. and she's like, "Why?" And he goes, "Because you have to catch it." And she's like, "What are you catching?" Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Could you ima- like, who taught him that? Like when he's a kid, and and the mum's like just being a horrible parent, and she's like, "This is going to ruin his life." Oh yeah, when you go to the toilet, son, you got to catch it, and then he's just done it for like the next thirty years. Oh man. <laughs> You ain't catching that diarrhea. <laughs> oh, could you imagine it? Well, like, what's that bowl there? Oh, that's my poo bowl. What? <laughs> oh, yeah, I do it in the bowl and then I flush it. And like, what the fuck is that point? Oh, that's um, abysmal. Yeah. <laughs> Please remember that all the opinions in the show are those of the host and should only be taken as food for thought. We're in nowhere telling you to do anything. Everything is kept anonymous for the safety of the listeners and no information is shared to anyone else. If you are easily offended by other people's opinions and views, then thank you for making it this far, but this is not the podcast for you, so see you later. And please enjoy the rest of the show. This listener says, Hello. I'm, and I'm 30 years old. That was his first email. (laughs) <laughs> this email says, <laughs> I thought myself, hang on a minute, that I feel familiar there. Um, hey guys, I've got to agree with Jamie on this one. I don't, I do not understand why people are still using the high street shops or the local malls. I think it's reserved now for those who are still living in the 90s. <laughs> Online is better for deals and will 100% have your size, not to mention more choice. I, that's not what I'm trying to get at, right? What I'm trying to get it is that Jamie, even though I moan about it, isn't that much younger than me. And that <laughs> when we were younger, the online presence wasn't there. So the shops that I bring up, he should fucking know. And he doesn't. <laughs> well, I think Index must have been when I was super young, man. I don't remember Index. Index, okay, yeah, I can forgive that. That one's, yeah. 
because that went quite a long time ago because it was engulfed. But the works, the works is a, f- a long fucking standing shop that is still going today. Yeah, I can't believe that I have no recollection of it. I still don't. I've and I, my mum even told me where it is in the in Luton Town Centre, and I was like, <laughs> no, <"Nah>, no memory. <laughs> Um, anyway, happy birthday, Daniel. Hope you enjoy. How old are you on this occasion? Thank you. I appreciate the the um, happy birthday. I turned 36. And uh, you can't tell in this video because I'm very far away, but I've got a lot of grey in my beard now. I've got like a, a, a like loads of streaks down the front of it. Silver fox. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, as a kid, my mum always got us a caterpillar cake for our birthday every year, and it's carried out onto my adulthood. Is there any birthday traditions you guys have when your time of the year is up? Uh, well, the cake changed for me, obviously, because of the dairy and all that sort of stuff. Although the uh, vegan cakes that you get, like the birthday cakes, pretty bagging. Oh, yeah. Um, but um, no, I think the normal thing is to go around mum's and like open the presents with my family. And then we'd probably normally go for like a meal. I don't. We do the same for all like my brothers and that. We do the same sort of routine. We're not a big drinking family, so there's not really like party. I'm never really being a big party person. Yeah. So, um, but that's obviously the opposite for you, Jamie. No, not really. We we tend to uh, we do the caterpillar cake, but we never really did it when we were young. We do a caterpillar cake. Now that we're older, my mum always seems to pull one out of the bag somewhere. <laughs> um, and we te- we tend to do a meal or something like that. I, I don't know. It's, it's oh, like my birthday's coming up this month, and we've not even discussed it. Kind of just it's becomes... when you get to a certain yeah, it's, it is what it is, isn't it? Yeah, and as I've made the mistake working. of working the weekend that I'm oh. my birthday. So <laughs> you're fanny. Yeah, <clears throat> that's the one thing I do. I've said before is like, I don't work on my birthday. I never get fucking time to fucking book any extra time off holiday wise, isn't it? So <laughs> there's a tradition. Then there you go. When I was younger, my mum used to let me take the, my the my birthday off school. Oh yeah, yeah, I remember you saying yeah, yeah. So that's there you go. That's probably so. I've carried that on. I always, I never work on my birthday. Never do anything on my birthday except well, you know what I want to do. So that's probably something to take a take away from it that's a good tradition to have i think everyone should do that i, I don't understand i think it should be standard for a when it's your birthday to not have to go to school i think um pets at home give you extra holiday for your birthday see you lo- i'd love that because like every job i've done since i fucking turned fucking 18 i've somehow always managed to um end up working my birthday mm-hmm. all the time and then I've because my brother-in-law now his birthday is the day after my birthday because I don't have plans for my birthday a lot of the time the plans for his birthday end up on my birthday day Ugh. so then I'm like this week, this year I'm uh, working and then going to his birthday meal on my birthday <laughs> I'd be throwing a proper tantrum. <laughs> but then I'm when planning was... to do my birthday day during the week when my actual day off is, if you know what I mean. 
still. They'd be like, happy birthday. I'd be like, to Jamie? Oh, yeah, that's, thanks very much. Yeah, I appreciate that. Oh, mate, I'll be a miserable <laughs> cunt the whole day at work. The whole day, no one's going to be able to talk to me. The reason as well why you don't want to work on your birthday is because people are dickheads. Like, they just proper... For women, it's all right. But for guys, they proper, like, play it up or they treat you like shit because it's your birthday. Yeah, it's a big thing about and, you have to yeah. bring cakes in my place. And I, I've refused every year. I have never understood that. Why on your birthday do you have to bring stuff in for other people? You'll fuck off. Exactly. Exactly. No, it's not happening. I'm not spending money for you. I get it when you're a kid. Like your parents would give you like a load of sweets and be like, oh, you know, give this to all your... But that's to like get them to celebrate your birthday. Essentially, yeah. But when you're an adult... carry it on. Yeah, it doesn't work when you're an adult because no one gives a fuck. (laughs) So it's like... No, not a fucking chance. Am I? I used to do. I used to. What I used to do is I'd buy loads of stuff that I want, so then it's in my workplace, so then I could eat it. But then now, (laughs) what I do is I don't do that at all, and then I just have the argument the entire day. They're like, "Oh, where's our cakes?" And I'm like, "You ain't getting no fucking cake. You ain't getting no fucking cake." sometimes you see like a tub of celebrations in like the break room mm. but you always get that cunt that goes to his, the toilet and steals like a fucking handful of them and then you come out and half the people haven't got one yeah of course yeah there's always that guy yeah i, mean, so it's I like used to that. work with a guy dan yeah we used to do a christmas buffet we all of us used to bring in bits and pieces every year christmas buffet sorted yeah like there'd be sausage rolls normal buffet type food mm-hmm We'd all go out, and I'd go out for a smoke, and we'd go out for our normal breaks, go and get coffee and that. Come back, half the buffet's gone, and matey boy keeps hanging out by his locker all day. He's fucking secret eating in the locker, like a fucking serial killer. I'm like, mate, we've all paid for all that stuff, like, and one time I popped his fucking locker open and put it all back on the table, innit? (laughs) (laughs) I would too, man. Fuck him. Especially if you paid money towards it, that could fuck off. It's just weird. It's a weird thing to do. Like, it would take half of everything that's in every pack, which is really strange. As though he wasn't getting paid the same money as me and was, like, not able to eat or something. For sake. Fucking people. But um, thanks for your email and thanks for the birthday messages. I'm sure you'll get another email, Jamie, for for your birthday. Even though you won't tell people what t- when it is. Secrets. <laughs> Secrets and lies, Jamie. Um, so this listener says the Bohemian Club was a very interesting one this week guys very curious to see what happens there I woke up the Monday with a sense of dread I had a lot of alcohol over the weekend and I felt absolutely awful I had an argument with my partner because I was making a lot of noise when I got in from my Saturday night and I woke her and the kids up how best make it up to her without coming across like I'm just begging for forgiveness I hope you take this email into consideration. Thanks in advance. Oh, the drunken problems, Jamie. We get a lot of them. Yeah, I've done it hundreds of times, man. I like I get really bad anxiety now, like when I wake up the next day. Like I've been on nights out where I've been fine. Totally fine. Not, not upset anyone. But I wake up thinking I'm the biggest arsehole in the world. <laughs> um so I think let that ride off a couple of days, but yeah, you'll feel a lot better after that. And just don't, just don't make a habit of staying out late and getting drunk like everyone does it. 
as long as you're not doing it every week, you're not that drunken partner, then you should be fine. You got to get up as well, and you have got to like not moan about being hungover. Yeah, which I find difficult to do. Yeah, because if you've woken them up because you've been a dickhead, and then you get up the next morning when they're tired because you've woke them up, and you're like, "Oh, I'm so hungover," they're just like, "Fuck off." I got into a really bad habit over lockdown of playing Xbox every Friday with my like group of mates playing like basketball games and we'd all get drunk on the Xbox together mm-hmm. and um, obviously Xbox you can get kind of shouty do you know what I mean and I was like <laughs> I was still living in the flat and I was only like one wall away and I'd be screaming my fucking head off drunk out out on the balcony smoking shouting outside the bal- on the balcony and stuff I remember being on headset with you out in the balcony smoking. Yeah, and yeah, because we probably would have played around that time as well. And um, there was a few mornings I had to fucking apologise for keeping her up. <laughs> and uh, yeah, don't do the whole creepy crawly boyfriend thing because that don't really help. I think just be supportive for the next couple of days and then hopefully it'll blow over. That's what I think is the best thing to do there. It's not that yeah, deep. Yeah, I mean, you. no, you haven't done anything that is incredibly insulting or anything like that. You could get up and be like, if she gets up and like, if you've got the kids and she like sorts them out and stuff like that, you could have got up and sorted the kids out so she doesn't have to. I mm. mean, everything you do now because you've done something wrong is going to be, everything's going to be like, oh, you're doing that because you were a dick. Yeah. And they'll, they'll, they'll take the piss and that, but they'll still be like, oh, at least he's doing it. Yeah, of course. And I think a lot of it comes down to as well that you'll be um, making the effort. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, definitely. I um, like making breakfast and stuff like that. Like, It's hard because like, like, you fucked up. Everything you do is suspicious. It's, uh, yeah. There's no way around it. I think the main way to avoid it happening in the future or... Like, as I said, just don't make a habit of it. Like, do not be doing it week in, week out. Otherwise, it will become a, a wider issue in the relationship. Yeah, for sure. And your kids don't appreciate either. <laughs> nah, if you're a dad, man. Like, you got you got responsibilities in the morning, man. Well, hopefully, I mean, this is a few weeks now because Jamie's been on holiday and stuff like that. But I'm sure it's okay now. Um, Mate, I've done it hundreds of times. Hundreds yeah. of times. Yeah, I've done it back in the day a lot of time as well. Just um, have some like stuff in the cupboard in case it happens. You just pull it out and be like, I'm sorry. <laughs> like some old chocolate sitting there waiting for a bad day. <laughs> <laughs> so this emailer says, I mean, I need a... a, a something to say between because i hate when i edit and i, I said it in the last episode i all I, i'll say mm, or so oh you need like yeah. a segue thing yeah, yeah so i can like pass this i'll be like um i don't know anyway i keep moving so like my microphone keeps like i feel like some like you can really tell when i like lean away like the sound goes massively different yeah it does yeah yours is like really sensitive <laughs> Yeah. Um happy Monday gentlemen. 
I got to say the guest episodes have been top notch. As a long time listener, you guys have brought me so many laughs along the way. But my new job means I'm always behind on the content now. But I keep it up, don't you worry. So as I mentioned, my new job is very task heavy. And I'm not sure if I enjoy it. I've never felt like a, a dunce before, but I do feel like I may have bitten off more than I can chew. Have you guys ever gone into a role nervously not knowing what whether you cut have you have you guys ever gone into a new role nervously not knowing what whether you can cut whether you're cut out for it sorry if so how can i make the decision on what to do with mine thanks so i i, I recorded the story today so my words have spent <laughs> so, so reading it i i notice when i do my stories a bit of behind the curtains as jamie says the first 10, 15 minutes, I'm like fucking bang on. I'm like fucking whipping words out. I've got fucking 20 letter words. I'm just fucking rolling them off like no one's fucking business. But then when I've hit that cap, I can't even say can anymore. I'm just fucking everything up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, it's like you've you've hit that stumbling block. Yeah, yeah. I've expelled all of my, my intelligence. And now I just can't <laughs> even say fucking words. Um <laughs> Yeah, I, I personally, when I was working at the co-op, I fucking hated it. I was a deputy manager. And uh, I went for a company, which I can now talk about because they don't exist anymore, called Bright House. In the UK, they're a oh, yeah. company where you can go to and like a loan uh, you can get finance. Yeah, like a, a finance company where you can get like sofas, you can get like beds and TVs and things like that. Um, I got the job and it was massively different going from like, um, mind-numbing shelf filling to uh, basically finance. You're going through people's bank statements. You're making sure that they've got the the money and stuff like that. Mm. And um, I fortunately got made redundant for that job because they sent me away for training and realised that the store could have worked without a deputy manager. So I ended up getting fired. But fucking hell, was it stressful? Like trying to catch up with what essentially is a completely different career. Yeah, was um, was mental. But in the end, from being stuck in the cart for so long, like even though I was with them for only something like five, six months, like I would still have done it now. Like even knowing that I wouldn't have lasted, and I like, end up losing my job, it was still something that like it made my mind start up again. And yeah, it, it like gave you challenge. an experience. Yeah, yeah, and um, I think you sometimes need them like those pushes and those like uncomfortable moments to see how far you can get pushed. Obviously, I will never, ever work with numbers again. That's a big no. <laughs> I, learned, I learned that about myself pretty fucking quickly. But, um, but yeah, it's when you do like a new job, it's always scary and it's always overwhelming because you've got to learn so many new things. But it's not a bad thing. It's just that initial few weeks where you're trying to get under your grips, right? Yeah, for sure. I think... Um... Oh, first of all, uh, thank you for sticking with us, even though you're you've become a lot more busy. Mm-hmm. I never uh, never like to know that we're losing a listener, so I'm glad some people are sticking with us. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, I agree. Um, like going into the job I am now, totally fucking different sector. Going into the job that I was before this, um, going from the co-op where I was very much in my comfort zone, I would say, because I was there for so mm-hmm. long. 
I knew the ins and outs of all the policies and stuff like that. Like I knew exactly where I was at going from that to like doing a security job where I'm delivering cash for a fucking, uh, day job was like really super difficult. And I'm not the most confident driver anyway. And I was driving a van, which I wasn't, uh, didn't realize was going to be such a fucking big deal to me, but it was a big deal at the time. Mm hmm. So I went, for, I went through like a month or so of that, which was like super weird. And then going into where I am now is completely working with hands and your hands and doing like a lot more. I wouldn't say a lot of it is scientific, but it's like you've got to be able to use your head in a lot of the jobs that I've done working for the company that I'm at now. There's a lot of jobs where you could walk off a fucking shop floor of a shop and walk into where I'm working. But somehow I've always landed in jobs where it's a little bit more technical. <laughs> mm. Um, yeah. And it took me a good few years to get my head around everything and how the company works and stuff like that. And I think it's just one of those things where if you set a plan up in your head of like time to give yourself, I've said this about a few things, um, like with the stand up with that guy with the stand up and stuff if you if you set yourself like a goal time limit like a year or say year or so or something and see where you're feeling then if you're still feeling overwhelmed then maybe it's not for you if you're feeling like you've got your foot on foot on the ground and you've still got lots to learn but you're gonna move on with it then it's definitely worth doing. I think all experience is good experience, really. Even if yeah. you're not enjoying it now, it doesn't mean you're not going to be enjoying it in six months. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I totally agree. I think as well, like, it, we obviously we don't know what the job is or anything like that. Mm. But for me, you got to sort of like, is this what you want to be doing? Because like, some of the hardest things, like if you want them, they are they are hard to achieve and they are hard to... So I think so. I mean, if you come into this job and it's like it's better money, it's what you want to do, it's the experience that you want, whether you're going to stay with that company or not. Of course, the first, but yeah, you know, I mean, you're like, oh, this is really overwhelming. But once you get into a routine and you start to learn bits and bobs, it all becomes easier. Everyone can learn something. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. When you go into a job, it's all that. If they've given you the time to learn it, then you'll fucking pick it up. I remember when I first they, when I first walked into my place and they handed me a scalpel and I walked into a clean room environment for the first time and they were like, right, so you've got to like manipulate this and get it to work this way and all this stuff. And I was watching them do it themselves. I was like, nah, bruv, this is never going to happen. I'm not going to be able to do this. Uh, like I was thinking I was just going to be using like hammers and fucking normal like hand tools and stuff. And I was there's a lot more technical shit going on. I was just like, there's yeah. no way that I'm going to get my head around how to do it. And now I'm training training fellas that are pretty much in the same position that I was. And I feel just as confident now as I was in that cult role. So yeah. I think it's just a matter of time. And as Dan said, if you, if it's uh, something that you realise it's not what you want to do, then I think that will come to you in the right way. I think the fact that yeah. they're writing in to question it means that they still kind of want to give it a go yeah i should think so with like the you say it's task heavy i think tasks are 
compete in your own way. Like I always used to do from importance, right? Like what needed to be done now and what can mm. be put off to like the next day is the way I would work it. But then you got people that they take the easiest ones that they could done, that they can do quickly and they get them done and out of the way. And then other people do it. So like they do the ones that are complicated and they leave the easy ones. So they know that they can just get them fired out at the end. So mm. it's all really how you work and your routine of how you do things. Yeah. But like, like Jamie says, like as soon as you go in and they give you this thing, you just like, Whoa, what's going on? Sort of like you shot, but you just got to take a step back. You know what I mean? Breathe through it. And uh, it'll work out, man. And we believe in you. Keep Definitely. it up. Definitely. So, uh, but let us know how it goes. Like, if it if it really isn't for you or anything like that, you know, email in. If you're ever stressed or anything like that, you know, we'll talk through it. And we'll uh, we'll go. But don't panic. You know what I mean? You're Even okay. let us know what the job role is. You don't, we don't have to divulge it to the listeners. But that might be able to help us, help you. Yeah, if you feel comfortable letting us know, it's you know it's helpful. Right. Oh, this listener. It's a good <laughs> listener. Okay, no, sorry. It's because his uh, you, you get the little badge on your email when you email in. His 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 color of his badge is the same color as our podcast now. Oh, really? So I was like, so I was like, why have I been talking to myself and it's not? It's one of them. Him. Imagine you emailing yourself back and forth. <laughs> Weirder things have happened, Jamie. Um, so he says, Hi, hope you both are doing well. I've just listened to the Uncle Joe episode. What a legend. As I said previously, I was working in Star... I am working in Starbucks. Eventually, the kids stopped destroying the shop and moved on somewhere else. But thank you for the kind words. This is the listener that we all love because he went on good pods and he single-handedly basically <laughs> goes onto the charts. Oh, yeah, he, yeah. He certainly listened to it, and now he's been... Since that first email, he's emailed us quite a lot, and we love hearing from him. And he also emails our guests as well, which we love. Um, we had a really nice email from the ladies, because he emailed them as well. Yeah. So you know who you are, and uh, and we love you. So he says, I have a bit of a dilemma at the moment, though. During my shifts... We have been made aware that some money is going missing. We're now being counted in and out of our tills, but there's still no change. We still have money going missing. I'm almost certain I know who is doing it, as I pretty much caught them red-handed. But I'm not sure what to do, whether to rat them out and tell management, or just let them carry on until they get caught. What do you two think? Or oh, Jamie's got to put his ex-manager hat on now. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> for me, for, for personally, for for the listener, I think it'll be easier for you, unless you get directly. It happened to me where I was directly compared to someone that was stealing, and I was like, I had to like dob them in because I knew they were because I knew it wasn't me. Mm-hmm. But unless you're actually put in that situation, I think it might, probably would be a better off idea for you to. Keep your mouth shut. Let them dig their own hole. But when someone's going to steal, they're eventually going to get more and more greedy. Yeah. Um, happened with one of the guys we worked with, Dan. He he stole a load of money on New Year's. Went and blew it all in um, London, 
and then put it all over Snapchat, and then we knew he was stealing, and he got sacked. Do you remember? Yeah, I do remember, yeah. Um, but on the lead up to that, there was money going missing all the time, and we started counting it in and out of tills ourselves. But I, the, what I would do is make sure you insist, because I knew when we used to count in and out of tills, it would always get forgotten about, because obviously you'd be busy. Always insist that your tills counted in and out before you touch it. Yeah. And um, let them dig their own hole. Let them yeah, dig yeah. their Keep own hole. Keep yourself right. Doesn't yeah. matter. Like you don't lose any money from them losing money. You just got to keep yourself right. Mm. That's the main thing, right? As long as you've got the job and you know you're not doing it, then it's not your your problem. I wouldn't stress about it. No. You could even try and get yourself on tasks away from the till because I know in places like Starbucks and that they have the barista and then they have the actual guy on the till, didn't they? Yeah. So you could ask for training and other things. Don't mention it's because of the till situation, but if it's making you worry, then training on something else would get you away from that situation for a little while. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. I think... um, I don't understand. I I personally don't understand because everyone always gets fucking caught. When I worked at um, a bakery in town, money was going missing and... um, the fucking boss knew it was and he let she she was taking money she used to at the end of the night because we got paid weekly of cash mm. she used to put everyone's wages together and then she used to put a bit of extra in hers and he let her get away with it because she went she used to do errands for him she used to go and like collect his washing and fucking go to the supermarket and grab him a few bits and stuff like that so essentially what he was doing was paying her she wasn't stealing. He was by that point. If he knew, she he she was he was basically going. Was oh yeah, you like can take a yeah. yeah, yeah. And she was doing that for fucking years. Absolutely, she was the like. If you wanted to call supervisor, I suppose that's what she was. Mm. And because uh, he when he fucked me over, he was like, oh, you know, her job's going to be coming up soon. I'm like, no, nah, it's not, because I'm not doing your fucking errands, mate. And she ain't going to do them unless she's nicking money. So you go fuck right off. But I wish because I, I, my wages were wrong once and I wonder, I came in and I gave the money back to him and he said something snidey like, oh, you know, we would have found it eventually. Not thanks or anything like that for giving the 20 quid extra that I've put my wages. Yeah. But then I think to myself, when I think back, I was like, was she doing that to see if I could be trusted? To see Maybe. if I wanted to get in on the fucking the money nicking. Maybe because uh, I know when I did work at the cash place, we were like doing a change over of like currency from the old notes to the new notes. Oh yeah, and I was like going through the cassettes for the what are they called ATMs and. Uh, I found I opened up a cassette and it had like f- like three or four grand in ten pound old ten pound notes sitting in it uh, out of like this box of like thirty and I knew how stringent by that point I knew how stringent they were counting money in and out of that bloody uh, like safe room so I knew there's no way they they would lock the place down over four grand do you know what I mean if that had mm. happened. So I was like, so they know that money's there. And I was like, this is a test. 
Yeah. So I literally grabbed the four grand and walked straight up to the office with it and like backed it on the table. And I was like, there you go, guys. I found this in the cassette and I just walked out. And then <laughs> they all like really was really chirpy with me and they went and bought us lunch later that day and stuff. And I was like, yeah, you yeah. know what you did. Crafty fucking dickheads. Yeah. Because I did um, stuff like that to people. I I thought a woman was stealing cigarettes, so I would put cigarettes in a place that I think she would nick it from to like see whether she'd take it, and she did. And I sacked her. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, when we were talking there, for some reason my Google activated, and it says, was this the right response to the money back to him? And he said something snotty, like, you know... <laughs> <laughs> so it, the Google was listening to that whole conversation and tried to respond. <laughs> it's always a bit creepy, isn't it? But um, I said, like, my stepdad has problems with, like, his not... Oh, no, he was stealing, actually. With um, his supervisor at work stealing and stuff like that. And I say the same thing to him. I'm like, it doesn't matter what that person's doing, whether you know about it, whether you don't like or anything like that. As long as you are doing it right, there's nothing they can do to you. Yeah. And that's what you got to carry on to, right? It's not, it's no stress on you because you're not doing any wrong. So just let them do it. Yeah. Yeah. You want, you don't want to be known as that guy either, because if you dug him in, when he gets fired, your coworkers now know that you would dig them in as well. For, and they'll, and they'll take that as anything. If they're like, if they drop something that they're not supposed <coughs> to, or they'll be like, Oh, don't do it in front of him. Cause he'll fucking grass on you. Yeah, they will, they, you'll almost find yourself outside of the click. Yeah. So um, I would just pretend you never saw anything. Just leave it at that. And if he try, he or she that's doing it tries to do anything with you, just be like, no, nah, I'm not interested. Yeah, that's what stay they want. as clear as possible. They normally do look for someone to do it Pass with. blame. Yeah, because yeah. they, they don't want to go down on their own. No. You know what I mean? So... But no, keep listening. We're glad those kids fucked off. The thing with kids is that once they get bored of it, they just fuck off. So, you know what I mean? It's not a fucking problem. But um, thank you for being a long-time listener. We en- we enjoy you. One of our OGs. We, we enjoy you. <laughs> <laughs> right, so it says, hi, boys. As I come to the end of the time off work with the injury, I'd like to thank you for your recommendations. Safe to say, below deck is an addiction, and I can easily get out of control. I watch all of the sessions, seasons, original seasons, Mediterranean, Down Under, Adventure, Sailing Yacht, and Super Lot. What's it? I, Adventure? I've never seen that one. Uh, I have seen it on Hulu, but I've not watched it. It's like where they do rock climbing and shit as their excursions. Oh, Matt, we have to have a look at that one. Um, if you haven't caught some of them, it's definitely worth a watch. That's pretty good. Yeah, so um, she was the one that on Uncle Joe's, I think, where she'd like hurt herself. And she was trying to... Ah, right. Yeah, she was off for like six or seven weeks or something. Yeah. Yeah. The next six weeks. Six weeks. Um, so she filled it with... Uh, Blow with deck. That. Yeah, which isn't a bad thing. No. Um so she says, with Halloween around the corner, do you guys have any special plans this year? I really enjoyed last year with the creepy stories. Um, I haven't done a TikTok yet, but 
is a good another time as any. Yes, we are going to be doing a Halloween special. Yes, we are very unprepared as always. Yes, we have nothing <laughs> in the back. <laughs> um, but we want to hear from you. We want stories. We want, it doesn't matter if it's scary. We want funny stories, scary stories. We want accidents. We want Halloween parties. We want work parties. Anything that happened at Halloween, whether it's related to ghosts or anything like that, as long as it happened in this month, we want to hear about it and we'll bring yeah. it up. Um, of course, we'll have games. Well, that's not going to change. We'll think of something. Um, we might even try and do a, a game from last year. I don't know. We'll do... Um, I don't know. We'll think of something. We'll, we work best on our feet when it's like the week before. Yeah. And, uh, and we sort of come up with. We'll come but up obviously... with some like, creepy pastas or something. Pasta? Yeah, creepy pasta. Have you not heard of them? Like Like eating pasta? Yeah, it's, it's a term used for like Reddit and stuff where it's like a creepy story that you normally find on like Reddit or something. Yeah, no, I've never heard of that. Um, yeah, there's loads of things. But obviously, we want your input. So um, I will do a, a, like, a video and I'll put it on socials for looking out for stories. But, you know, when you listen to this, I, lo- I still love the, um, the, the person dressed as the Grinch that was at the... Um, <laughs> the cash place and the, the SWAT turned up and they opened the thing and oh, they covered in sick. amazing, yeah. <laughs> so, so we want to hear, obviously, hopefully we've got a few more listeners this year and um, we might get some interesting ones. But just bring them in. You know, like I said, it could be anything. As long as it happened around Halloween, you know what I mean? We'll, we'll take it and we'll find some of my stuff as well. I'm sure we'll find some stuff. Got to figure out them games, Jamie. I think I had one the other day, but I've forgotten it already. <laughs> so uh, when it comes when it comes back round in my brain circle, I'll write it down. Um, so this says happy birthday to Daniel. Thank you very much. Uh, what are you planning for your birthday weekend? I've gotten into a routine every year of going on the long weekends away to different parts of Spain and Greece with a few of the guys. It's something I suggest doing. I didn't do that. <laughs> uh, I went to Edinburgh with my brothers. Um, it was really good. The first time I've actually been out. The, the three brothers the three of us having a few drinks because they're all of age now and uh no i really enjoyed it it was a really nice day obviously sabina was in vegas so it would have been nice to have her there but next year's it'll be okay um i have a question for you both on this quiet tuesday i have someone in my life that recently has really started to make me have a good feeling about her and it comes to me as a surprise let alone if i let her know we have been in and out of each other's lives for 10 or so years. But recently, I've found myself thinking about her a lot and I'm not sure how to approach it. What do you guys think? I hate when oh. an emails come through and, and Google thinks it's spam, so it puts it in a different font. Um, That's nice. It is this nice. Was a, it could be it, a beginning to a blossoming relationship. Or it, it feels a bit like the um, <laughs> the friend zone uh, yeah. person that like living with each other and that the female was with people and all that sort of stuff. Um, but it's hard though, right? Because after ten years, if you approach it and she doesn't feel the same way, then um, it makes it a bit awkward. Yeah, I also do think as well though. If you're in and out of each other's lives. 
then it might be a situation where it, like the ducks are just not lined up, like the stars haven't just aligned for you, like one of you's had a partner or so and so, like all the way through, and like if this guy's in his twenties, they might have been known each other since high school or something. Um, I think it's definitely worth pursuing. I think you have to be careful about it. Maybe put out the feelers, um, to see whether they'd be willing to meet up with you on like a romantic level, or whether if they are, um, one hundred percent like thinking that you're just friends it's difficult i've never really been in the friend zone myself i wouldn't say this guy is necessarily either because you don't really know how the other girl thinks about it no i think going on a date isn't a bad idea i think it depends yeah it depends on your friendship right like whether you can say certain things some people are a bit you know crude about different situations and mm. but at the end of the day you just gotta go for it right I mean you can obviously don't fucking throw yourself at her but you could say something like you know oh you know I've known you for a long time and um you know blah 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 you could fill in the blanks and just be like oh would you be interested in maybe trying going out and going on a date just the two of us just make it super like casual not like yeah i mean super romantic just be like oh i just want to go out for dinner or something yeah or like if you have like a common interest in i don't know in something like uh fucking a certain movie franchise or something just say oh i've got tickets to it do you want to come and then when she's like yeah i don't mind coming and then you'd be like it was it's a date We'll go for do it as a date, <laughs> do the typical movie thing, and then see her reaction to it. See whether she's like, "Oh, okay." I hate that whole. That's all shit in it. The movies, the movies are fucking terrible. It is like, all shit. The, uh, it is all shit. Yeah, that all those like the, the, we said before, didn't we? It's like no one, if they don't know for sure, is going to be like. I've set up a balloon ride and I've got like, we're going to land in the mountains and I've set up a picnic and a band that's going to play your favorite music just for you to be like, uh, no, can we just be friends? Yeah. Like, like, it, and, the and then like that. that gives people a false sense of fucking reality. Yeah. Of what it is. Like you're supposed to do all that shit just for when most people just want a, you know, a normal conversation like going out for a meal or going to like a show or something like that is a normal person thing to do. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's it like... fucking is. <laughs> I ain't spending thousands of pounds on like a custom car to come and pick you up on the day. <laughs> you go, I mean, you go, fuck right off. <laughs> um, I'm, starting to, I'm starting to believe I was maybe a little bit aggressive. Like just going, swooping in on people. Like this guy's known someone for 10 years I don't think I've known anyone for 10 years and not tried it on with them, female-wise. Yeah, me neither. Fuck that. <laughs> That's too long. I'd mm. be bored by then. 10 years, I'd be like, nah, it's all right. But, but I've definitely it, yeah. approached people and it's like ruined. ruined oh, yeah, I've done that many a time. There's been times where I've I've spent six months talking to someone 
And then when I finally go for the thing, she's like, nah. I'm like, okay, blocked. Moving on. <laughs> Ten years down the drain. Whoop, delete. <laughs> <laughs> Playing that long game, Jamie. Yeah. Um, I think as well, like, is there's things that they say, right? There's, like, heart-crushing things that they say, like, oh, I feel like I can talk to you just like you're my brother, and you're like, delete. Or, like, yeah. uh, there's, oh, I couldn't imagine us being any more than what we are right now, delete. <laughs> it's like, fuck off. And that's, the, that's them essentially telling you without telling you. That's what they're yeah, doing. Yeah, yeah, like, they can feel that you've got feelings for them, and they're trying to let you down easy. Mm. And it's and it's still it's like they've taken your heart and wrung it out like a wet rag. But some people yeah, are fucking blind to it. Like I had a girlfriend once who there's this guy was clearly infatuated with her. He mm. was um he was like a boy mate and uh she was like wasn't not having none of it that he was really like into her. And um I was like, No, he's really into you and then obviously being the dickhead that I was, I was overprotective about it and was like, You can't be going here, there and everywhere with him because he's gonna try it on with you and all this stuff. Lo and behold, like like two months later when we split up who's the first guy to try and spoop in? Yeah. The mate. Do you know what, I mean? what was that what was that thing that I said on Brian's thing that I heard the new the new term? Oh yeah. What was, I can't remember what it was called. It was like a vulture, something vulture, wasn't it? Yeah, vulture. Yeah, vulturing, something like that. Vulturing, yeah. Yeah, it was like the long game, innit? Where like you're that go-to person that. Oh, maybe that's what the listeners doing. <laughs> well, I think ten years is a long time. This guy must have been in relationships himself in that time. Yeah, as well. I can imagine so. I, yeah, like I said, I think it's you can tell by their like their the way they say things and the way they direct things to whether they just consider you as as nothing much more but like i said the listener for the friend zone we were like you know this woman's not interested at all and he yeah, sat we down with wrong. her and said yeah and he was like so i think at the end of the day a conversation and that's what i mean like go for a show just the two of you you need it just to be the two of you don't blurt it out in like a group situation yeah, and um you know, yeah have a good night and stuff like that and then just throw it out there say to her you know do you want to see how things go and stuff like that you're never going to know unless you take that chance yeah yeah and you don't want it to like for you know that's 10 years that's a long time obviously you both like jamie says i'm sure you both had partners and things like that but what do you want to do like wait another 10 years and then oh why didn't you never why didn't you ask me 10 years ago and you're like, oh, I wasn't sure whether you wanted to or not. Yeah, because for all our listener knows, she could be feeling the exact same way. Yeah, but doesn't want to say it because no one wants to be that fur. No one wants to take the leap and look like a tit. No, of course not. Yeah, you know I mean, so not. unfortunately, you're gonna have to look like the tit. Let's <laughs> go out there and try it, and let us know. Let us know how you did it and how it went. And um, hopefully you'll be the next success story for the podcast. I really hope you, it goes well and and you you get together. Yeah, I think if you if you if your relationships are strong enough as friends anyway, even if it doesn't go well, then it it will be awkward for a week or so and then back to normal. 
Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Especially ten years. That's a long time to like. That's a long time to know someone. Gonna, yeah, she's not going to throw it away just because you were like, oh, you know, I want to bang you. <laughs> right. So this sister says, thanks for the help. I have made a decision to move in with my boyfriend now as the house share just isn't for me and it almost ruined my friend previously with it. So this sister emailed before um, and they were she was in a house share and the partner's boyfriend was like nicking stuff. Oh shit! Okay, I got this confused with another. Yeah, listener. the iPad and that one, the iPad went missing and that. Yeah. Um. So we're glad you got out of that because you don't want shit going missing, right? You know what I mean? It's your fucking mm, property. You don't want that in your own home. No, uh, I'm nervous though, as it will be my first time sharing a place with someone I'm with. I cannot cook or clean to a decent standard, <laughs> and I've pre-warned him I'm not a stereotypical housewife, but he just makes jokes about it. But I'm deadly serious. I can't even boil an egg. In the uni house share, I lived off Deliveroo and other people cooking. Help, what do I do? I think we need a uh, a sponsor for the old air fryer here, Jamie. Uh, Yes, (laughs) yes. That was 100% what's coming to mind. Uh, Get yourself an air fryer. Or do what Jamie does and get sucked into the TikToks and order a TikTok air fryer. <laughs> Mate, I've just paid £8.9 for an air fryer. <laughs> £8.9. To- and a fucking Bluetooth speaker. And then I woke up this morning and you've added a fucking shaver on there as well. <laughs> yeah, I also bought a mat today as well. I just keep every time I go on fucking TikTok, you don't look at the fucking messages from your mum and your wife. But you had fucking, um, oh yeah, there's the, ma- it's not that massive rug, is it, that they keep yeah, seeing? Yeah, huge the rug, yeah. Mate, you just got sucked into this TikTok shop thing. Well, I couldn't believe it was so cheap. I was like, there's no way this, <laughs> I, 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 honestly, if this air fryer is any good for eight quid, it's a fucking bargain. It is a fucking <laughs> bargain. And that'll be used, put- that'll be my work air fryer, I'll be taking that to work. Fucking hell. And the where are you even going to put a rug that size? Well, if it's as big as it, I think it's going to be, because I just did it off guessing. The rug in my living room is a bit manky, so I'm going to put it where that rug is, but also have it half of it underneath my sofa. Oh, okay, fair enough. You make me laugh, man. Seriously, um, mate. When I discover something like that, I'm all over it. Um, I wouldn't worry about, I mean, most guys can't fucking cook nowadays either. And what's the problem with, Jamie lives, used to live off a lot of delivery. Um, you got to start somewhere, right? I think when you live together, we've said before, it's about give and take. Cause he, obviously everyone has their own ways. They do things and you've just got to figure out what you two do well together. Yeah. You there? You just stopped dead. Yeah, you you stopped dead. I was like, "What if he's going to say something?" But yeah, I think it is give and take. Like I've I've said many a time on the podcast. Like when I first moved in with Charlotte, like we were doing stupid shit, like leaving bin bags in the fucking kitchen, and like it takes you a while to get used to living with someone. And this, you like living in house shares and that is slightly different. When you're living with someone that's your partner, 
it's more of a team thing and like yeah a lot of the time the man's going to be lackluster i don't know it sounds sexist to say but the man is always going to be falling behind as regards to being tidy and uh noticing things in the house that needs to be sorted out because we're just useless so yeah. um <laughs> learn how to cook together basically I, like I had no clue Charlotte does a lot of teaching and I do a lot of not taking it in yeah I think that's the thing right it's like um, it's the whole team thing I think people go into the house and they expect one person to do all of it mm. which is why there's so many fucking arguments about you didn't do this you didn't do that and I think but, it's I mean, almost you're subconscious learn, sometimes as well yeah but it depends on where you brought why the way you were brought up, right? We said before, like everyone's brought up in a different house, and mm. like some parents do a lot more than they do for others. I know people that were made to cook dinner on like certain days of the week from like the fucking high school, and I'm like, fuck that. But that was just the way their house was, and and that's the way it is. But if he can cook, then just get in the kitchen with him. You know, if you're willing to learn and stuff like that. But then I was, I was talking to Sabina about stuff like this the other day. And I was like, you've got to share the responsibilities. Like, there's some things that you're happy to do. And there's some things that he'll be happy to do. And you've got to sort of agree on those certain things. Like, I'm I'm pretty good at putting the washing in. The, I'm pretty good at washing clothes. But I'm terrible at putting them away in the cupboards. Mm. So Sabina's like, oh, well, I'll do that. I'm that's fine because I can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> they go in a pile on the floor and I live off the pile on the floor which are yeah. clean yeah. and folded but they're still not in the cupboard you know what I mean yeah I, but, I, um, I, we, me and Charlotte I, I, even to this day we're still very bad at like because the washing will build up I sort I do all the washing put, make sure it's all dry and stuff and then it sits in the fucking wash basket at, at upstairs in the spare bedroom and once it's in the spare bedroom, it's out of my mind totally. No, don't even think about it. My washing basket's in my dining room. It's been there for about a month and a half now and it just keeps getting topped up. <laughs> I actually go down there in the morning, starkers, and get dressed downstairs. I don't even use the clothes upstairs anymore. You know what I mean? So that's what I mean. So like, it, it, there is a lot of pressure and you think to yourself, oh no, it's just me and him. And we've got this house or this flat and it's our responsibility. But mm. he's making jokes, but he's in the exact same... He's not saying it, but he's in the exact same boat you are. Oh, of course. He's completely winging it. Yeah. So this is what we said to the previous listener that was going... It was the listener that was like, I'm living at home and I'm happy. And then he's like, I bought a house to this woman. Oh, <laughs> and yeah. like, whoop, jumped in the fucking... <laughs> yeah, it's you're going to find it easy to get angry at each other about silly little things because everyone lives differently. Mm. You've just got to take a step back and you've got to be like, no, I'm not going to get angry about this. We're going to talk it or we're going to decide what's best for this situation because that's where people go wrong when they first move in together. It's not a fight or a competition. You're together making that house work and you're together making a house for each other. So um, keep that in mind. And if you're you're a fiery, it depends on the couple you are as well if you're fiery that could be an easy trigger for both of you or if you're anything like me and charlotte there's a lot of awkward silences and nothing being said but really i've pissed her off somehow so uh <laughs> you just need to try and like get around that i think 
I think communication yeah, is key. Sometimes now I don't follow my own advice from this podcast and I should. Yeah. But don't do as we do, do as we say. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. <laughs> but listen to the disclaimer before you do anything. Um, but yeah, no, you're going to be fine. Uh, by this point, I mean, you've probably had a couple of weeks together and you're getting a th- But, you know, we're always here if you if you think. With the cooking thing, like I said, there's always raised around it. There's microwave stuff. There's air fryers. Air fryers are the most best invention in the world. Um, but just learn together. Get in the kitchen and cook meals together. It's the best way to do it. And you'll be alright. Alright, so our last email. Hey, I'm back. I've just had a promising interview, so hopefully it pans out. Thank you both for giving me the confidence to keep looking. I have to keep moving my mic. I'm having a strange time at the moment because to get to my... Because to get my kid christened in the Catholic Church, I have to bring the family down there to the church every week for a few months as a kind of agreement to the priest to accept us to the church. First few weeks, I was a very sceptical. Now I'm enjoying the sense of community, but I still not, do not believe in God. Have you ever been drawn into something like this, even if it's not a religious event? I'm not sure what to think. I'm not sure whether to keep going after the christening or not. Any advice is welcome. I've heard that, that a lot of like the Catholics, you have to go to the church, otherwise they won't, you can't go there. Yeah, when my dad married my mum, he had to. Uh, my dad's my dad was raised like atheist. Mm-hmm. He had to pretend that he's a Catholic to the fucking god people. To uh, he had to pretend he was uh, what was it called Christian Catholic? Yeah, otherwise they would um... marry mum in the Catholic Church. My nan was very, like, she went to the church every Sunday. Mm. I mean, it was only around the corner. <laughs> so, I mean, she's not like she went fucking miles for it. But um, I I'd, sometimes I'd, I don't think it's it's about believing about God. You know what I mean? I think, like, sometimes the words and that, they make you, it's the way they make you feel, right? They give you that sense of there's something more. Not not specifically about that a man that created everything, but the stories in that give you that hope and they give you um i can't I can't think of the word start talking Jamie because I can't think of the word <laughs> they almost give you they almost give people hope don't they and a sense yeah. of like community like the guy said um I don't know, like, for me, I would find it very difficult to deal with the talk. Like, I've been in church a lot, and if uh, to have a conversation to an extended point with someone and then saying, like, praise the Lord and shit, I wouldn't be able to deal with that. But the sense of community I do get, and um, I don't know, I, I have, I've been sucked into things that I'm really not interested in. Like, I, I hung around the rugby team a lot longer than I would have when I lost interest in doing it, and it was purely down to the sense of, like, uh, like a team thing. Mm-hmm. And um, sometimes, like, when it comes to it, obviously, once your kid's christened, that's when you can make your decision. But you could just go to events and will be less regular at the church 
and not be as involved. But if you're really not feeling anything towards God, I wouldn't feel hypocritical about it either. Because, like, um, as Dan said, like, end of the day, you're going there and you're, it's doing something for you. And that's what it's supposed to do. Yeah, because that's why people find God in prison, right? It's not, Mm. I mean, most of them die, oh yeah, God believes, but it's the way that the words make them feel and the way that it like, I still can't think of that word. It's too fucking late, Jamie, I just can't think of it. But like, um, (laughs) I can't even know where I'm going. Where am I going with that? (laughs) (laughs) I think it almost gives people like comfort in in like what's going on in their lives and like I don't know like you know like gone I remember now yeah so I was gonna say like I I don't believe in in God it think but like when my granddad passed away like I I, it come to sort of realize that if I imagined that that was it that Mm. that you know my granddad passed away and there was nothing at all it made me feel really hollow it made me feel like what's you know what's the fucking point what you know what i mean if you're just gonna snap out of existence and that's fucking yeah. it mm. then why am i even bothering and i think to me imagining and feeling like there was something more that there's something i couldn't explain but i knew that my granddad was probably somewhere happier you know what i mean i didn't have to worry about that gave me more hope and i went for a phase where i was like maybe i should go to to church and and sort of like explore this sort of avenue but i never did but i think that's the that's the power of it right like you've got these people that believe in it and they're really sort of friendly with each other they help each other they're not i mean religion is probably one of the worst things in the world for anything because it is very quite i was gonna say malicious but it is isn't it (laughs) it's very secretive yeah yeah um but you take from it what what gives you that you know the hope and that sort of yeah um fulfillment and it sounds like i know what the catholic churches can be like and it sounds like this place isn't too pushy with their views on you um you can still go there and keep a distance as regards to getting fully involved in dealing with all of the like upbringings of what they want to do because like I know a lot of people in my life that being from an Irish family, we've got people in our family that go to church and you wouldn't fucking know it that it affects them in any way, shape or form. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's, I don't know. It's very strange. I always find it very strange, strange situation to be in. And um, it's just up to you whether you think that you can, not get suckered into it or you might end up discovering the fact that you actually do want to as Dan was gonna like try and explore whether you actually do believe in what's being said and then well that's the thing right like everyone assumes that it's all revolved around this one guy that created everything and he's never wrong and Mm. considering he's never wrong he, he killed a lot of fucking people but like when you break it down which is why i always like the north mythology and stuff like that that they're just basic steps on like how to be a better person 
and like the stories are about like help your fellow man and like don't steal don't fuck your sister and stuff like that and you go and everyone sort of agrees and you you go to these places and they're all very friendly and and that's where that sense of community comes from like no one's trying to nick your wallet or stab you in the face or you know what I mean in a, in a world like what we're doing here in a world that's very hostile at the minute and everywhere you go people are miserable or people don't want this they don't want to do that they're fucking this they're this they're that the world's coming to an end ban this kill this person to have those people that are that at that point in time for what an hour how long's church an hour i would assume it's an hour any more than that they're taking the piss to be honest yeah i know yeah <laughs> but for that hour you know what i mean you're sitting down with people that are all just there for that moment listening to this guy reading off stories or because people the reason the priests are so fucking good is because they know how to work a room right yeah i mean i've i've, I've never really met a priest that can't you know, talk money out of your wallet. <laughs> so you sit down for an hour and they've handwritten this hours sort of talk and you do a little bit of a sing song and you come out and you feel refreshed and you feel, you know, a little bit better There's about yourself. Wrong What's wrong with that? There's definitely nothing wrong with it. No. Yeah, I mean, you're not going down the street trying to fucking hand Bibles out to the person down the road. No one needs to know. Yeah, you as long as as know. long as you turn up and you you don't you don't arrive and they're wearing like hooded masks and shit and they're wearing to fucking <laughs> sacrifice you and your children <laughs> to the fucking satanic god of fucking Mordor or something, then you should be fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's 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 okay to be selfish if you think yeah. You know I mean, you don't have to believe in God. They talk mm. about that sort of that's stuff. Not but that's your not reason. what you're there for. If it makes you feel good, no, everyone's got their own reasons. And if it makes you feel content with that whole thing and it gets you through a little bit extra of your day with a smile, then I don't have a fucking problem with you. I, mean, I think that's what uh, a lot of happy to it. people that I know from work previously would go to like Buddhist temples and stuff. And that's uh, pretty much what they were doing there because they had no real belief in the actual system. They were just using it as a, like a way of community. No. Yeah, you got to find the, those bits in your life that you mm. know help you get through it. Yeah, you know I mean, if I wasn't too fucking lazy, I'd probably do it. Well, I say lazy, but I ain't got a lot of time <laughs> for anything at the minute. <laughs> Let alone sitting in a fucking building for an hour with a load. Imagine of ch- churches people. are cold up north as well. Well, there's that, yeah. But um, no, I think it's definitely something you explore. Like I said, if you're getting something out of it now. Just because you're being forced to go, if you get up on a Sunday morning and you want to chill out for an hour, I mean, they have, I'm sure they have free coffee in that there, I think. Then uh, so it goes. Give it a couple of weeks. If it if it has a positive impact on you, I wouldn't take your shoplifting yeah, misses with you. Thou <laughs> <laughs> shall not no, steal. <laughs> how much she's going to get out of that. <laughs> <laughs> you did touch on a good point there though Dan like he's being forced to go at the minute it would be a good test for this guy once he's not being forced whether he would still maintain the same level of like wanting to go because that might dwindle knowing that it's not a, yeah. a necessity and yeah. there's nothing wrong with that either. oh yeah for sure and um, just p- 
pick up on those parts that um, you enjoy. It's a bit like meditation, right? Like you're taking time for yourself and you're just sort of, you're not worried about anything yeah. else. You're just there at the moment. So no, let us know. Let us know how it goes. And uh, and good luck with the christening and hope you have a good after party. Oh yeah, we love a good party. <laughs> yeah. That's it, Jamie. Finally, we've done a lot of recording today. I want to go to bed. Yeah, same. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I think that was a good episode to come back to. I think we had some good questions, that one. That was a quite... Sometimes we... we dis- I feel as though we gave some good, heartfelt um, advice there. But as always, guys, the disclaimer is there for a reason. Do not listen yeah. to everything we say. <laughs> Do not run into a church just because we said it. Do not no. quit your job. <laughs> we don't want to be converting people to unless we're converting to the church of Jamie, then uh we're, we're okay. Yeah. Um Do not the become the vigilante of Starbucks. Your, your cult, the Dananites. The Dananites. Yeah. I'm still working on the finer details of like how to suck people in, so that will be coming. <laughs> but as always guys, um any content ideas, feedback, questions for the show, send them into two men no hope at gmail.com. And as we mentioned earlier in the episode, for the Halloween episode, um, we're open to anything stories, um, game ideas, uh, questions. Uh, we want to hear some funny stories, I think. Mm-hmm. That would be the send best thing. Anything. Whatever you want. If it has to be a fucking four-hour episode <clears throat> to fit everyone's stories in, we'll fucking do it. Yeah. Send them in. Yeah. Okay. Well, Dan, I'll see you on Monday. Uh, yeah, when I, I get out of my coma, I'm about to go in. <laughs> <laughs> For the next four hours, because then I have to get up go to fucking work. <laughs> <laughs> see you then. All right, man. See you later, dude. This episode of Two Men No Hope is sponsored by BetterHelp. Hey Jamie, why so glum? Oh, bruv. I just wish we could help the listeners even more. Well, I can turn that frown upside down, mate. How are you going to do that? Let me tell you about a company called BetterHelp, the world's largest therapy service, and it's 100% online. 100% online? So can our listeners get help anywhere? That's right. They can talk to a therapist however they feel comfortable, Wherever it's via text, chat, phone, or video call, they can message their therapist at any time and schedule live sessions when it's convenient to them. So will they get the right therapist for them? BetterHelp has a network of over 30,000 licensed and experienced therapists who can help them with a wide range of issues. Plus, if their therapist isn't the best fit for any reason, they can switch to a new therapist at no additional charge. Wow, that's really good. Well... What can we offer the listeners to get them started? Well, we have teamed up with them to offer them 10% off their first month. All they have to do is go to betterhelp.com forward slash two men no hope. That's betterhelp.com forward slash two men no hope. So all they have to do to get all of that and 10% off for the first month is go to betterhelp.com forward slash two men no hope exactly my friend now doesn't that make you feel better yes bruv that's so much more off my mind